Okay, cut the music, cut the music. Hi, welcome to Quinn Cummings Gives Bad Advice, The Wilderness Years. I am in my home office because we are not in the studio, because we are being responsible people. So it's going to sound a little different. Um, I hope my advice is as bad as ever. And we're going to have a special guest this week. Uh, you probably have no idea who it is unless you follow me on Twitter and you already know it's the kid. Anyway, let's get to the first question. I had more than one that was sort of like this. I picked one to sum up all of them. Dear Quinn and Kid, I'm a mother of two teenage girls and a husband. Not a grammatical error or typo. We all know husbands can be like an extra child. I'm going crazy with worry with my girls and COVID-19. Irrational, yes, but I can't control much more than I already am, so I worry. I'm not sleeping at all. I haven't slept in about 30 hours. I slept two days ago, but before that, same thing. My girls are on spring break. We've been quarantined, four of us, for 12 days. I've left the house three times in 12 days. I'm constantly on Twitter reading about our covid leader, and I get panicked. I can't stay away from the news. I thought about a puzzle, no takers. Girls sleep late on their phones all day, then at midnight say, Mom, can you get my hair? I'm going to lose it. I totally get the girls. They are bummed because of spring break, coronavirus, etc. I don't blame them. The oldest is going to spend her 16th birthday in quarantine. She can't even get her driver's license or see her friends. My husband is squirreling around in the garage and shows himself for meals. I'm trapped with four people I love, but scared, lonely, and unproductive. Closets, basement, garage, all organized and clean. I've watched more movies and binged a year's worth of series. Help. I read something a ways back. The difference between someone having a terrible thing happen to them and bouncing back, or not bouncing back, was the degree to which they felt they had some control over some of it. Any of it. It didn't even have to be that much. A few months after I read this article, our local Trader Joe's was the site of a hostage situation where an employee was killed. If you can, find the story in the Los Angeles Times about the woman, a civilian, inside who ended up mediating with the hostage taker. It was a situation out of control, but she found the things she could do. She did what she could in that moment, and then in the next moment. She was the manifestation of intelligent grace, and I firmly believe she saved lives. Now, to you. First, you must get off Twitter. I know, I'm one to talk. I basically get my mail there. But there is nothing new in any given second that is going to change your current situation. Social media is designed to create anxiety and then briefly assuage it and then make more of it. You are the product. Your anxious, unblinking eyeballs are what they want. There is no tweet that is going to speed the pandemic's trajectory. Create a plan where you are in control and you are not the favorite felt mousy of some all-powerful cat. 
decide that you will listen to the news for an hour a night. When you wake up in the morning, you are not going to get on Twitter. You are going to do 15 sun salutations or 12 burpees or whatever you find least odious. Every third day, you will add one salutation or burpee. What do you do after that? You learn something. Because that's what we're designed to do. This right now that we're in is time out of time. We are historically someplace we have never been before. We can find the time to grieve for what we're losing, and we need to find that time. But we also have to consciously decide this must have more meaning than that. In fact, I have just decided what your first task is. I want you to find Viktor Frankl's Man's Search for Meaning. Let me sum up a bit of the book. It is our obligation as human beings to create our own meaning. Do I know what yours is? Not a clue. But your kids are getting older. Soon, no matter how this COVID thing plays out, they're going to be out of the house. This is the time to start thinking about what you plan to do with that time after they're gone. But none of this can happen until you are sleeping. Please talk to your doctor about some options, because honestly, you can stay safe from COVID and die from lack of sleep. And that would be, well, meaningless. Good luck. This one comes from qcbad.com. Subject, <sighs> love. Hi, Quinn. Help. I am in love with my best friend. We are seniors in college and have been best friends since freshman year. I have wanted to be in a romantic relationship with him for a while now, but he is a straight man who has expressed that he just isn't ready or interested at this point in time in a romantic relationship with me. I have my answer, but I am having a hard time accepting this. How do I get over him? especially given how important he is to me and how close we are. I think the heart wants what it wants, and getting over someone takes exactly as long as it takes and not a second less. Forgive me, that's not that interesting. Everybody lives through heartbreak. Here's what is interesting to me. If I'm reading this correctly, you are a gay man who has fallen in love with your best friend, a straight man, who has told you he has no hidden feelings for you. The whole world of gay and bisexual men out there, you fell for the guy who wasn't available. I mean, you may be having sex, but you've put your heart in some sort of emotional blind trust. I'm not saying he isn't a wonderful man worthy of love. I'm saying you have created a situation where you will not get what you need, which, conversely, is something you apparently need right now, which is to not get what you need. I would love for you to find a person you trust, possibly a person with some letters after their name that they've earned, and ask yourself what you're getting out of your love not being reciprocated. Also. Small suggestion, ideally, 
I'd love for you to find a gay therapist. Good luck. This one comes from QCBad.com. Dear Quinn, You're the Pilates wizardess, right? And by being one, I'm sure you know which YouTube channels or other types of online content there are which are really good to help us through these times where we can't go anywhere. Are there good, advanced, hey, you're almost a Quinn, classes out there on the interwebs you'd recommend? Extra points for you if they're, you know, free? First of all, thank you for putting it in terms of health and not just this is how I keep the shrieking in my head down to Susie Essman levels. Now, to you. Harper's Bazaar U.S. website has a great article summing up many of the online class options currently available. Many of them have a first-week free offer. Also, several of these websites are offering a free class on Instagram every day. I have been bouncing around classes like the sweat trollop I am, but am pleasantly surprised to find that I'm enjoying high-interval training classes right now, which is so not my thing. I guess my suggestion is, everything's weird. You might as well try boxing. This one comes from QCBad.com. Subject, fostering a cat or dog. Hi, Quinn. Many people are or should be looking at fostering a pet while they are home during this time. What are the expenses involved in fostering a cat? Very few. Many rescues will send you home with litter, food, the basics. If you want to go nuts and get a few toys, well, it's a cat and we'll probably ignore them in favor of a rubber band it just found, but hey, knock yourself out. And the good news? Same goes for dogs. This one comes from QCBad.com. Subject, he never says thank you. I love my husband of 30 plus years, but this shelter at home is killing me. All the thank yous he has never given me are starting to be a problem. Thoughts on how I can get over this? Because he is not going to suddenly change. You've been together 30 years, and you love him, so let's assume he isn't a complete ass. I am guessing he tells you in his own small way that he's grateful for you and that he loves you, even if it's just that he always makes sure you have new windshield wipers each fall. And maybe his gratitude has always been barely discernible to the naked eye, but you've managed to get what you needed from it until now. Now, when everything is weird and we're all under historic levels of stress, and damn it, you'd like a simple thank you for making sure dinner isn't just saltines. You have the maturity to know he will not change, and I commend you. But it doesn't mean you're obligated to seethe. Were this my situation, I would say some variation of, we are both stressed and everything is weird. I know you aren't a person who says thank you, but right now, I could use some recognition of everything that is getting done. I thank you. I wish you could thank me. Can we figure out something you'd feel comfortable doing which would stand in for saying thank you? And then figure it out. Will it feel as organic and natural as saying 
thank you for a non-saltine dinner. No. But we're spending Chang and Eng bunker levels of togetherness with our loved ones right now. Everything must be clarified. In short, one, talk to him using I words, as in, this is what I need. Two, don't ask him to do what he's not capable of doing. Three, challenge him to find a solution he is comfortable with. It may not change anything, but at least you're not seething anymore. Everything is weird. Some things are wonderful. Listeners, I give you the kid. Hi, podcast. This is Kid. This one came to mom from QC Bad. Subject, get me out of this house. Okay, not really out of this house, but my kid is 18 and in her senior year. Last day of school was weeks ago and no return in sight. Not only is she going stir-crazy, she's mad. All her senior year stuff is canceled, and she may not even have a graduation. Her graduation present, tickets to a festival in June, has been canceled, and we're even wondering if she's going to be able to go to the college she's selected. It's overseas. What the hell do I tell her beyond, no one has any control over this, and yes, I know it feels unfair? Yeah, that sucks. I'm in a similar boat. I think the main thing to focus on would be that she is not alone. Thousands and thousands of students are going through this too. This isn't to minimize her anger. This is to assure her that there will be a systemic surge of replacements and adaptations. Her school is not going to abandon an entire class without a graduation. The college she chose will undoubtedly have a contingency plan in place. If the festival has already been selling tickets, I guarantee they're going to find some way to make it happen. But this is a shitty way to spend senior year, and I'm genuinely sorry. This one came from a friend of a friend. What do I do about a child in college who is overseas and doesn't want to come back? Ooh. Well, legally, nothing. They're an adult and they can make their own decisions. And just because it's not the decision you would make doesn't mean it's the wrong one. But more importantly, consider your kid. And be honest with yourself. If they have a history of making smart, safe decisions on their own, they might be safer hunkering down where they are instead of risking travel. However, if you decide you'd rather have them home, I would say the best tactic would be honesty. Do not yell or threaten. I know you're panicking, but I speak from experience here. Petulance is a powerful thing. Commanding a young adult to do something means that they will move heaven and earth to not do it. Instead, try telling them calmly and specifically how their absence is concerning you. For example... I'm worried that if you catch it, we won't be able to come take care of you. Or, I'm afraid that you won't be able to get back into the U.S. if you change your mind. If you cite specific issues, it, one, gives them a chance to address them directly, and two, creates concrete examples of real dangers they may face if they choose to stay abroad. So either they agree to come back, or you can breathe slightly easier, knowing that they're at least aware of the risks. What about when they're home? My advice for parents in the situation would be the same advice I'd give to the parents in the previous question, or any parents with a grown child newly stuck at home. 
Give your kids as much room to process as possible. I know your instinct may be to fix or console or distract, but right now you can't. Your kid has to figure out how to get through the anger and frustration on their own. Dynamics will be weird for a while, but everything is weird right now. You'll get through it. Or just set up a cot in the garage. Thank you, kid. Well, I... Oh, okay. Uh, you want me to do the sign-off? I think that's everything. Thanks for tuning in. Now the music shit. (laughs) (laughs) And you go into your head, and all the little characters in your head are just standing there. That could be be the accident. That didn't work. Um, Actually, put something together with that. If you give me something to say, I'll say it. But I I can't improv this because I've never done this before. I think you're right. Let's just roll the closing. And remember, I can't give you bad advice if you don't ask for it. Your question doesn't have to be profound, complex, or emotionally demanding. It can be about pretty much anything because, let's face it, I am unqualified to offer advice across a wide range of subject matter. And as we all know, sometimes the nuttiest question gets the best bad advice. You can reach me on Twitter, at Quincy. That's Q-U-I-N-N-C-Y at Twitter.com. Or you can post a question to qcbad.com. Just log into letter Q, letter C, B-A-D.com, and there's a question form right there. The question can be any length, but I'm finding they work better if they're shorter. Just a hint. Before I go, I'd like to thank Richard Emmett, who composed my groovy music, and Keith Greenstein, who designed my groovy logo. People have already started asking me how they can get a bad advice fork in a toaster t-shirt or coffee mug, and my answer to them is, hang in there, we are working on it. I also want to thank Phil Roar and Prime Rib Productions for making it possible for you to hear any of this. Okay, that's enough for now. Keep those questions coming, and I'll see you all next time.